let all cats old enough to catch their own prey gather here beneath the podcast for a clan meeting. Welcome to Paws and Claws, a podcast where we read the Warrior Cats books in chronological order. I'm Jillian, joined by my co-host and Hylian Master Builder, Scout, and today we will be discussing two of the Warrior Cats novellas, Thunderstar's Echo and Shadowstar's Life. Hello, Scout. How are you today? Hello. I'm good. We did just discuss. I'll put I'm gonna put myself on blast. Uh we we just discussed uh that I apparently have uh put 80 hours into Tears of the Kingdom in the last nine days. I am not taking any questions. Thank you. None at this time. No, I'm making taking no questions at this time. I must retreat uh, to be with my family. <laughs> I mean, my family is all of my horses in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I still only have two. I need to. I think I need uh, to get yeah. a couple more horses. I I am horse girl Sim uh, in mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Always, it's been a fun time. It's <laughs> I gotta say, it's such a good game. Yeah, but. We're here to talk about cats, not horses. We sure are. Scout, how's the prey running over there? Prey is running good. I did have, I had like beans and and cheese with uh, tortilla chips. That was yesterday, but it was a very Mm. nice lunch. Today I had a charcuterie board. I love that. It was very nice. I made a pasta salad for for dinner tonight. It was really good. It looks so good. Love a good pasta salad. One of the uh, few things I enjoy about summer. Or yeah. green leaf, as we can call it here. <laughs> green leaf is coming for us. It's mm-hmm. so warm. We have so many friends who, bless them, love to be like, if it's 90 degrees, they're, they're thriving. They're like, this is the best. I don't, I could, I don't understand how they do Mm-mm. it. Yeah, that could not be me ever. Could not, could not be me. Uh, shout out to them, though. They're doing a great mm-hmm. job. What say we... Take a little quiz. Yeah, we've about got a one thematic- of our prominent cats today. We are taking the "How much do you know about Shadow Star?" quiz. I got six out of six. Oh damn! I only got four out of six. <gasps> I feel bad. I'm sorry, <laughs> Queen. <laughs> I kept waffling on uh, question four, which was who Tall Shadow killed during the Great Battle. I could not remember who it was. And then the quote uh, one, I also did not get correct. I was not, I was not uh, like (laughs) sure that I was getting the quote right, but apparently I got it. Not very confident on that one. But you know, none of these really had uh, anything to do with the little short story we read about our girl today. Yeah, except for the last one, which is about who she chose as her deputy. Right. Although I think that was in Mothflight's vision, wasn't it? No, we knew that they had that the uh, we knew that the leaders had gotten their nine lives, but I believe we only knew that Windstar had chosen a deputy. If we knew any deputies at all yet, I, I as I remember it, the last thing we knew was more about. Uh, just the the leaders getting their lives because there weren't official deputies yet. That makes sense. There's not I a lot of prey sh- running here today. I googled Shadow Star. Oh no! 
and there's also an anime called Shadow Star, apparently. Oh, good. Wow, I love this image. Oh, that wow, that is it. such a good image, huh? What does she have? What's she... What's, what's that person got? The Wikipedia article says that it is a starfish-shaped dragon child, a baby shadow dragon. Oh. It's apparently... Shadow dragon could almost be... God, I wish the cats knew about dragons. I do, too. That would be sick. If the cats knew what dragons were, that would be fucking great. Starfish is being very generous to this little creature. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe, no shade, I mean, no she is she is riding it like a skateboard, so maybe it, like, <laughs> spreads out and looks more like a starfish. Maybe. The Japanese name for this manga is Narutaru, which is so close to, <laughs> to Naruto. <laughs> so close to Naruto for my stupid English brain. <laughs> well, uh, I hope the praise running good for you guys, uh, dear listeners, because... We're feeling the goofies today, it seems. We are. We're, we're, very, uh, we're very unstructured in this element today. Um, excited to talk about these, uh, these adventures. Oh, very. Uh, so why don't you tell us a, a little tale, give us the summary. Of course. In Thunderstar's Echo, we pick up with the clan sometime after the events of Mothflight's vision. ThunderClan is doing well under the leadership of Thunderstar, who has appointed his best friend Lightning Tail as his deputy. As he struggles with dealing with the interpersonal squabbles of his clan, he learns that his mate Violet Dawn is expecting their kids. The young leader is thrilled, but also nervous about his ability to be a good father to his children. When a pack of dogs attacks the camp, Thunderstar and Lightning Tail decide to find some way to ensure the camp's safety. They journey to where the dogs reside in a foul-smelling two-leg place and attempt to block the hole in the fence that the dogs were leaving through. Their plan is cut short as the dogs attack, and despite their attempts to escape, both cats are killed in the fight. As he is a leader with nine lives, Thunderstar returns to life, warning his dear friend, but refuses to let his death be in vain. He spends the night sitting a vigil for his fallen friend, and the next day returns to the two-leg place. After a few more attempts, he alerts the two legs to the hole in the fence, and the threat of the dogs is solved. That night, he returns to the clan, and Violet Dawn gives birth to their kids. After a period of mourning at a gathering, Thunderstar tells the other clans about how it was helpful to sit vigil for Lightning Tail, and names Owl Eyes the new deputy of Thunder Clan. Shortly after, in Shadowstar's life, it is revealed that SkyClan is worried about increased two-leg activity in the forest, and that the cats of SkyClan are afraid that their home will be lost. Shadowstar agrees to back SkyStar up at the gathering, that the clan should be ready to make changes if necessary. On her way back from the meeting with SkyStar, she and Sunshadow, her deputy, are attacked by dogs. As she and Sunshadow die to the dog's attack, she swears that she sees another cat watching them from the trees. After dying, it is revealed that Shadowstar is now on her final life. Paranoid about who could have orchestrated the attack and angry at the jockeying for the position of deputy that her warriors are participating in, Shadowstar withdraws, anxious and afraid of what will happen when she is no longer there to lead ShadowClan. She shares her fears with Pebbleheart, who assures her of her ability to lead and trust her clanmates. At the gathering, the clans argue over what will happen if the two legs do in fact 
take over the territory that SkyClan and ThunderClan occupy. Shadowstar agrees to look for a potential new territory for SkyClan if it is needed, and while on patrol, a cat pushes her onto the Thunderpath in an attempt to kill her. Her companions on patrol rush to her aid, and they identify the cat as Quickwater, a SkyClan warrior. When Shadowstar confronts Quickwater in the SkyClan camp, the warrior does not defend herself from the accusations, and Skystar exiles her. Shadowstar believes this is the end of the issue, but learns that ThunderClan is harboring the exile. She calls an emergency gathering, and all the clans but WindClan side with Quickwater's protest of innocence, and the warriors welcome back to SkyClan. Shadowstar and Windstar decide to settle this with just Quickwater, but the cats of ThunderClan and SkyClan come to fight as well. As Quickwater kills Shadowstar, she lands a killing blow on Quickwater, who confesses on her deathbed and asks for forgiveness. In StarClan, the two are given a vision of the future of the clans, and that while the trouble they feared will come to pass, the clans will one day thrive and be reunited. So... Uh, very good summaries. Very fun little novellas. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with I these. I loved these. These felt so classic warriors to me. Right? They really did feel so classic warriors. Like, I loved Dawn of the Clans. I loved how different it was. But also, God, it feels so fun to, like, deal with the, like, code drama and, like, dogs like fucking dogs man fucking dogs they make such a good enemy in warriors books they do to the point where both of these start with essentially the same event yeah it's so funny to them seeing gray wing while they are briefly in star clan which was very funny to me it was very nice i love to see gray wing uh but i was like oh we got everybody we play in the hits Grey Wing is here. There's dogs attacking. Yeah, it was very, Cats very are good. Dying. So just in general, I had a lot more notes uh, taken during Thunderstar's Echo than I did in Shadowstar's Life. And I don't think that's an indication of which one I thought was better. I do think that Shadowstar's Life was more of a mystery and therefore I didn't have a ton of notes to take yeah. uh, while very, Thunderstar's was Echo was, was very, like, action-adventure. Yeah. So let's talk about Thunderstar's Echo first. I loved this. This was so good. It made me so happy to read it. I just, it was... It felt like such a true and good continuation of Dawn of the Clans in the way yes. that Lost Flight Vision didn't exactly yes not exactly. to not to once again become a moth flight's vision hate cast but the vibes in moth flight's vision were just so drastically different and thunderstar's echo and shadowstar's life but thunderstar's echo is the is the first in the chronology so it's the first one we we open with here really does feel like you are in sort of the epilogue the the continuation of the story that uh, we saw through the eyes of Grey Wing. You are seeing that things are, are settled in a, in a really pleasant way and, and 
It's just nice. There's something about it that is just nice. Yeah, I I feel like it really hits the nostalgia factor. Yeah, like as much as I silly, as much as silly that there's a nostalgia factor. But listen, there is. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing: as much as I will rag on Thunder Clan, and I will, I I will I will take them down a few pegs. (laughs) Going back to Thunder Clan's forest camp and like being focused on Thunder Clan did get the nostalgia going, and I will admit that. You're very brave. You're I know. Brave to Thank it. you. It took a lot of courage to say. Um, <laughs> I totally get it, though. I do get it as much as I tease. Yeah. I love how, uh, like, we have seen, we saw a lot in Dawn of the Clans, uh, in Thunder's perspective, like, his constant worry and anxiety over, like, whether he wants his father's approval, whether he's going to end up like his father. A lot of daddy issues with this boy. Mm-hmm. And I loved the way that they did his daddy issues in this one. Absolutely. My favorite part of this novella was the scenes and and interiority that Thunderstar was having about this fear of becoming Skystar, this fear of becoming his father and the terrible relationship that he had with Skystar, who at the time we knew him as Clear Sky. We all know this is a this is a Clear Sky <laughs> hate account, except for occasions when he seems to be better. But I don't know. He's still on thin fucking ice. Yeah, really. Like, I think what did it for me for that one in particular was not necessarily like worry that he's going to be like his dad, because that's, you know, in his blood but because he did not have his like his father was not did not show him how to be a good dad yeah. he is worried that he is not going to know how to be a good dad mm-hmm. and it just oh i i loved it it was so good he's so good he's such a good boy yeah even if him and violet dot are both not very good at naming their children oh my Those god children got some goofy ass names they got the worst fucking names shell claw is so bad it's so bad oh <laughs> so there's a meme <laughs> that's gone around on in the warriors fandom for uh, i don't know at least a couple a year or two uh where it's what if kitty pets knew what a car was <laughs> was you know that one you mean, yeah you mean the fucking car <laughs> yeah you mean the fucking car where it's like a clan cat is like well you better watch I out for the, the monster mon- and they're yeah, like i think the monster is sleeping <laughs> you mean the fucking car they're <laughs> when they go to the two leg place which is a junkyard um mm-hmm. there <laughs> there's a moment where one of them says i didn't know two leg monsters could die <laughs> just made me think of that post where it's like you mean the fucking car it's so good i do love i do love like the idea of it being a like they think of it as like a monster graveyard yeah it's it's just a junkyard that's very fun it's so Um, good those dogs fucking it does horrifying it does just make me think of you mean the fucking car it's so good (laughs) warrior cats heritage posts the expression on the, we'll have to link that. Oh in yeah, the show we'll notes. have to we'll have to find uh, it and link it because it's just so good. Because it's such a it's so good. Uh, I was really really sad to have Lightning Tail I was leave too. leave us. I had had that spoiled for me uh, going into it, so I knew that it was going to happen. But even with that, I was I was like, I don't want it to. Yeah, I really did not want him to die either. But I think his death is definitely one. 
that I think they did such a good job with it. Yeah, I agree. It was so Thunderstar's like reaction and the after, like his morning was just so good. He was he was so so sad. That's his best friend. It's his bestie. And he's like, That's... nobody's gonna be as good as my best friend is, and I don't know how I'm supposed to do this without him. Like <laughs> they are just I love Thunderstar and Lightning Tail. They're just They're so love. good. I don't care they what are anybody in love. says. Them they are and in love. Violet Dawn are in, are in a polycool, and I will die on this hill. I agree. There's even a line in this. Yes, 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 yes. That's what I was going to say. They talk, where they talk about that he's like going to help them raise the kits. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, this is, this is, it's yeah. canon. It's, it's canon. canon. It's the three it's of them. It's canon. They are, they are a thing. Uh, I also like when Lightning Tail is there in Star Clan. Uh, there is a line where it says that there is nothing more important than protecting the cats you love. Uh, said to Lightning Tail specifically, hmm. and he just like looks over at Thunderstar, and it's just oh my god, it's so. <sighs> you know, you just think about the fact that like Lightning Tail does not, and again, this is probably a result of the writing. And the fact that he's a minor character. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm making this main gay in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Thunderstar is the only cat that he really ever has, like, these deep interactions with. Yeah. And regardless of whether it is romantic or platonic love, those two those two cats love each other so goddamn much. So much. And it hurt my soul. When Lightning Tail died, it was such a good, sad death. Um, it was I'm it? It really, you know. I tend to say when when I, we say a lot on this podcast that cats are done dirty. I feel like Lightning Tail got a really good death. Like yeah. if he had to die, I think that this is very well written. I think it's very well considered. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was a pointless death. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I, and it wasn't necessarily even to fuel. Thunderstar's growth as a character, it was to no, reflect it, more of what the new dangers are in this world for them. Yeah, it felt a lot it it felt a lot more natural in the way of like sometimes shit happens. You know, it, it Exactly. It's not something that they did because they didn't have anything else to do. It's something that is like sometimes things happen and you can't do anything but figure out how to go forward right i think that micah's death could have felt more like that if mm-hmm. moth flight's vision was a better considered book i agree this felt this felt very good i wanted to shout out there's there's yet another birthing scene i'm so sorry jill yeah you know whatever it's less graphic <laughs> this time <laughs> it's just now now it's in my head i'm gonna i'm gonna think about it every time <laughs> you know so here's the thing here's my one thing about this this uh Ooh, tell me. So, for those of you who know, you know. Reincarnation is a thing in this book series. Mm-hmm. Do you think Lightning Tail reincarnated into Thunderstar's daughter? Because I feel like that was very, very hinted at. Oh, I hope so. So, Thunder Thunderstar, you know, Lightning Tail dies the night before the kids are born. Mm-hmm. Which is you know, close enough in general to the time that usually, like, this whole reincarnation shit happens. Yeah. And one of Thunderstar's daughters has a little lightning mark on her tummy. 
Yeah, they name her Lightning Stripe. It's so cute. It's so cute. The and only he, good name of all four yeah. cats. I I just I don't know. There was a lot of like Lightning Tail is going to be watching over my kits. Lightning Tail is always going to be here with me. There was a lot of that being talked about. So I don't know. I kind of feel like, like Lightning Tail got got reincarnated as, as like his daughter, that. and I think I'm, that's good for him. I'm gonna go with this. This is my new. That's my new head is, cannon. Taking, I think I'm it's taking this in as my head cannon as yeah. Well. I think I think that's I think it it's an, a good idea. Yeah. Also, just want to one more thing about the kits and the names. <laughs> Sleeper should have been named after Grey Wing. It was a small mm-hmm. gray mm-hmm. Tom. Sleeker should have been named after Grey Wing. I agree. I'm just saying. Yeah. I 100% agree. But yeah, I, 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 we haven't gotten any writing about Lightning Stripe or any of Thunder's uh, kits like in adulthood or apprenticeship. And I would like to see that. I would like to see more of them. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe the Super Edition that's coming out about uh, River. Maybe. River Ripple about might River be. Ripple, though yeah. that I believe is taking place before. It might be. I don't know if it because is before about, or after. I think that it's about him being in the commune uh it's called river stars home so it may be maybe it spans multiple uh times. like maybe it spans oh yeah it's it says it says that he come on load please a friend from the park reappears with terrible news the cat now known as river star will have to decide which home he is truly committed to protecting Oh, so yeah, I think so. It is going to be sort of post. Uh, it's at least post Mothlight's vision. Yeah, that sounds cool. Oh, well, Feather we'll, Ear we'll is put, the other we'll horrible name that, that he gives his children. Feather Ear and Shell Claw are such bad names. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Violet Dawn. They're not good names. They're not. Feather Ear is really hard to say. Shell Claw doesn't make sense. Also, there was there's already I think there's already snail shell in Thunder Clan at this point. So another uh, another tick on the uh, uh, oh you can't have the same word in two different names in the same book. Uh huh. <laughs> SMH my head. SMH my head. <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything else about his kids, so I don't even know if any of them uh, have uh, living ancestors. We'll. Th- Maybe that'll change in the I future. I suppose that's I'm sure. for us to uh, to fill in. I Knowing hope that them, they do go back to you know it's been it's been quite a few years now yeah. since these were released. Shadow Stars Life was 2019. Thunderstars Echo was 2017, and I believe that that's pretty much the last time that they've gone back to this uh, era. This era, but they do have River Stars River Stars Homecoming. So so. Uh, or River Star's home coming out. He's not going to homecoming. Um, he would slay though. He would. He would be homecoming king. Yeah. This is kind of what I wanted more of in Dawn of the Clans, which is like seeing how their rules and traditions came about. Like yeah. we did get quite a bit of it in Dawn of the Clans, but like this but was like for, yeah, very clearly being... stated. Mm-hmm. For for Dawn of the Clans supposedly being about the formation of the clans, I feel like a lot of the code creation happens off screen. Yeah. Um, and it was fun to see that a little bit more directly here. I agree. Oh, so should we talk about Shadow Star's life? 
Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think I just think it's funny how they both start at the exact like how they it's both had so, the exact same I moment. Can't, I can't stress enough that it is it is the leader and the deputy being chased down and attacked by dogs. Both of them die. Both of them go to Star Clan to speak to Grey Wing and get some wisdom from our friend Grey Wing, mm-hmm. and then the leaders come back to life and have to mourn their deputies. Yep. It was so funny to me. <laughs> like I don't even I don't I don't even know it's how to not explain. Like it's like I said, there's two years between these two being written, so they're they're not necessarily meant to be read back to back in the way right. that we are doing it. But the way that in the order that we are reading it, it was so. It was like again. <laughs> yeah. If I had a nickel for every time a leader and a deputy died in a dog fight and talked to Grey Wing, I'd have two nickels, which isn't that many, but it's kind of weird that it happened twice in it, a row. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, so I actually was... Uh, I have got this pulled up for for our discussion, because uh, I'm sure we will talk more about timeline stuff when we get to oh start playing. Uh, <laughs> my other note <laughs> that I made at the start, girl, you have died so much. <laughs> like she, And she died... It's so so soon after getting those lives she has lost almost all of them so many of them um Um, oh i had a note about both of the allegiances listed in this book for these uh or for both of in both of the books Mm -hmm. despite being published two years apart is that uh first of all willowtail is in the allegiances listed in the allegiances despite very distinctly dying at the end of mothflight's vision (laughs) well you know and Thunderstar's kits are not listed in the allegiances in Shadowstar's life, despite the fact that Owlize is listed as his deputy. So this would be after his kits were born. And two of his was... two of his kits are listed. Not no, all four. Those are the other kits. I thought Shuffle those... was listed. Uh, no, Snail Shell is listed, right? Oh, I guess you are right. Patch Pelt and Beach Tail. And then Snail Shell is an adult. Uh, who mm-hmm. I believe is one of Milkweed's Yeah, one of Milkweed's. Um, so I thought that was funny. Um, there's often inconsistencies in oh, allegiances, God. but it's it's very funny to me that some of the things that happened were listed and then some of the things were not. Yeah, I, I do think that was quite funny. Uh, so she's just died so much is the thing. It's literally like the scene in... The Puss in Boots, the new Puss in Boots movie, the most recent Puss in Boots movie, which I I've haven't not seen, seen yet, but I know about. There's a scene where he just lists off all of the li- all the ways that he's lost his lives. Incredible. Yeah, that and literally that is, is like what literally happens. in this book. It's so funny. And I'm just like, Shadow Star, girl, do you have any sense of self-preservation? There's even two where it's like, oh, yeah, I never told anybody about these. Like, bitch, yeah. stop that. Wild shit. Wild shit. Loved her paranoia, though. I, I also, I also was like, who the fuck set the dogs on her? I was invested. That's the (laughs) other reason I didn't take too many notes is because I was like flipping pages, like I gotta find out what happened. (laughs) I need to know who tried to kill her. And like, you know, we've talked before about the problem of a dishonest character apologizing on their deathbed and that solves the problem and it frustrated me so much 
especially in this one, because they act like Quickwater wasn't given an opportunity to explain herself. Right. But she literally she literally specifically like, says that she did not. It specifically said that she yeah. did not explain herself. Yeah, because she was at Skyclan's camp when Shadowstar went there and Shadowstar was like, hey, your warrior tried to fucking murder me. And Skystar was like, Quickwater, are you going to defend yourself at all? And she literally did not say a word. She, she just, just looked, looked at, at her feet. Yeah, she and, looked at her paws. And he was like, well, if you're not going to defend yourself, like, I have to believe that you did this. So you need to get the fuck out of here. And she still didn't say anything. And she just left. And I'm like, what happened that the, tur- like, no wonder Shadowstar was at that gathering, like, oh my God, they're all plotting against me. Because... For all intents and purposes, I don't understand why Skystar wasn't on her side for that. I know. It it was very... That that whole thing was... Yeah, it was... It was kind of like it went one... It went like one twist further than it needed to necessarily, which I would say is the weakest part of the story, though it was still a story that I greatly enjoyed. And I think that they did a lot of fun things. But it was sort of like, okay, there's one turn more than you... Than, than you, you really needed, needed. Yeah. yeah and it and it just sort of makes it clunkier mm-hmm. i agree but yeah they did the thing again they did they did the they did do it again they did character dies and apologizes as they're dying and that makes everything okay warrior's not the only oh god no series to do this of course i believe <laughs> for a different reason you cited star wars in the past but i will cite star wars again here Oh, yeah. Kylo Ren, like 100%. Yeah, this is just this is the Kylo Ren move, as I understand it. I haven't I haven't seen that movie. Don't watch it. (laughs) It's not good. It's not good. I will go on record saying that that was the most disappointing experience (laughs) I had. I went to go see that movie first showing of the day, the day it came out. And I had been very excited and I was so supremely let down. It feels so depressing. Like it's, even yeah. just hearing about it and even just like knowing the way that that movie shakes out is so deeply depressing to me. Yeah. God, but that's for a whole other podcast. Yeah. Anyways, not the Warrior Cats, not the only series yeah. to do this at all. This is a pretty common trope uh, in like a lot of Hero a media. lot of media, a lot of probably, I feel like probably it's more, it's even more like in children's and middle grade media. Or um, general family friendly media. Like I'm pretty sure yeah. like fucking superhero movies do this shit all the time too. Oh, probably. I don't watch enough superhero movies for that, but I'm sure you're correct. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, I don't know, do something different. There's a lot, there's just so many more interesting Have ways Have them be unapologetically it. mean. <laughs> Send quick water to the dark forest. Oh God, yeah, there's some folks who are talking about that one. Oh, excited to hear about that. Um, I, yeah, aside from that being kind of like a downer of a resolution for quick water, I really, really liked this story. We gotta talk about the final couple of pages of this yeah though yeah so oh my god so we're back with our buddy gray wing again and uh quick water and shadow star are both dead now shadow star has lost her final life quick water has lost her singular life (laughs) 
Uh, they are they are both worried about the state of things. They don't know what's going to happen with Sky Clan. They don't know how things are going to shake out. Grey Wing brings them over to the fucking prophecy pool and shows them essentially what will be the events of all like the rest of the timeline and says look here's everything that's going to happen in the timeline uh and yeah the stuff that you're worried about is going to happen but it's also going to be like in the end sky clan will come back to the clans and they'll all live together around a lake and things will be okay yeah why do they know the whole thing yeah it why does i mean we went into it last time but like why why can they just straight up say that star clan knows everything and does nothing why does this get to happen it it's so it's so frustrating because and like literally this is the same exact conversation we had in the last book Mm -hmm. of like don't put the fucking oh it's agonizing just make it a vision that is like Pebbleheart has a vision of Sky Clan's territory getting torn apart. Yeah. And it's just a vision. It's vague. It's just a it's- vision. It's vague. Don't give them the literal, like, here, we've got our fucking security cameras on Firestar at the <laughs> lake right now. Let's see what they're up to. Like, it doesn't make sense. Throw to, to Firestar. Have- <laughs> Firestar's on the, the nightly news. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense to me to, like, have them be able to know everything that is going to happen when, like, I feel like in previous books, it has been, like, there have been times where it's like, that's why some of the cats get reincarnated is because it wasn't, like, supposed to be their time, wasn't it? Um, am I, am I incorrect in thinking that? So... Spoilers for later stuff here. If you would like to, uh, if you don't want to hear this, uh, go ahead, check the chapters and go ahead to the Aaron corner. But if you, if you're in it to win it, you're in it to win it. And that's here. So specifically Cinderpelt later in the series is a cat who's training to be a warrior. She is hit by a car Uh, and loses mobility in one of her legs and has to become a medicine cat instead. The reason that Cinderpelt ends up dying and being reincarnated is specifically because StarClan wanted to give her a second chance at being a warrior instead of being a medicine cat, but it is stated that it is... It's still stated that that was, like, the path. It's like she... She had a path of being a medicine cat and then being reincarnated to be a warrior, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. As far as other reincarnations, I'm not, I don't remember other reincarnations really, except for sort of the implication that when Jay Feather goes back in time in his dreams, it's, mm-hmm. it's like a, like backwards reincarnation and mm-hmm. i know that dove wing and lion blaze are also technically there yeah which is also va- yeah and it's just it's, it's better when it's vague exactly and that's the thing too is like it's better when it is a vague thing like when we can speculate about 
lightning stripe being the incarnation of lightning tail like that's yeah. that's when it is good mm-hmm, but when you mm-hmm. are I, I just feel like it does a disservice to the characters by having it all be like well this has all been planned out by star clan like there's no changing any of it it just feels and bad. it does a disservice it does a disservice to star clan as well because it does a disservice to everybody but like it makes star clan look worse because mm-hmm. if because they if they know, they know- this shit is happening and they're not doing anything about it then Then why are they giving these vague ass prophecies yeah and also why are they then giving vague prophecies yeah i like it better in and i do think that they lean much more in this direction in later series when star clan doesn't really know what the fuck is going on either and like they sort of reach the the end of what they can know and they just have to work with what they have. And that's so much more interesting to me and like such a more compelling uh, cosmology and concept of religion. And like I right. in, I really enjoy in my fiction, in my fantasy writing, fallible gods, gods, oh, yeah. who, gods who don't really know, don't know, like I don't want an omnipotent God. I want a God who's trying their best. Yeah, well, and I feel like that's, like, one of the things that I try and do in, like, a lot of my D&D games, too. Like, especially uh, with one that uh, I run for you and some friends in Radiant Citadel, where there's all of these deities who are, like, vying. Yeah, and they're all, like, They're all vying for control over the party members, but, like, they can't do anything about what the other ones are doing. Like, they aren't all powerful. They have, like, their specific things that they can affect. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what I want more of from Star Clan is like, I feel like Star Clan shouldn't know everything, but they should be the ones who like get the visions and thusly they are trying their damnedest to interpret the prophecies. Because the way Star Clan is presented lately is as a clan itself rather than just like cats vibing when they need to come and talk to the clans it's 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 talking about like oh we're going to go hunt like we act as a clan and i'm like then you should not be omnipotent yeah because who's the leader of star clan exactly and if there's no if star clan is a clan and there's no leader then isn't that against the warrior code yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it's wild it's so it, I, mean, I feel like this is just going to be a thing that we're going to constantly discuss with really no... There's not going to be a resolution Mm-mm. because I, I feel like it just comes down, and it and it could even in a lot of cases come down to different writer interpretations because there are a mm-hmm. lot of different errands. That's uh, so true. For both of these, we have a totally new errand today, which I'll talk about when we get to the errand corner. But yeah, there's, there's just... Y'all need, I don't know, do some, do some more world building. I'm begging, I'm begging y'all. Uh, it's, it's fun and good and it will make your stories better. Yeah. Um, but I know that you guys, I know you guys work really hard. Uh, Aaron's, I yeah, know you're working no, hard. We, uh, clearly we, we would not be doing this if we didn't respect the work that you put into this. Yes, absolutely. Like, uh, that's every criticism of, we give is out of love. Exactly. And it's part of the, it's part of like, what you do when it comes to critical analysis. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to mention, so we know from we just... Know. We know from both this story and from future books that it is quite some time before Sky Clan actually leaves the forest. Yeah, going by our 
1921 timeline, like start point Mm -hmm. um, for Dawn of the Clans, it's another like 50 years or something that Sky Clan still hangs out with the rest of the clans. And so it's so wild to me that they're already setting up that the two legs are going to destroy the forest. I know. I thought that that was really quite a stretch. Yeah, that was like that was my main issue with this story. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I even pulled up the Warriors Wiki events timeline, which I saw today on Twitter. One of the errands was thanking the workers on the Warriors Wiki because they consult it all the time. Oh, so like, yeah. shout the fuck out to these people. They deserve everything. But so I was like, okay, well, I'll look on there and I'll see what the timeline is like. And after... Mothflight's vision and these these two novellas. There's nothing until the... there's nothing. Yeah, there's literally nothing until Cloudstar's Journey, which mm-hmm. is our next novella that we're reading. Yeah, and it's just like unknown years before Firestar, and so it is. And even Cloudstar's Journey is an unknown year before Firestar. It's not even until Maple Shade's Vengeance that we get like actual hard dates of this is 19 years before the first book. Mm -hmm. So there is so much uncovered ground. There are like the there's little short stories in the guidebooks, Battles of the Clans, Code of the Clans, uh, things like that, that kind of are little like not even like I don't want to say they're not worth it for the podcast because like, you know, these are cats that happen at some point and there are some very interesting tidbits in there but they are not clearly stated like when they are yeah <laughs> so it's, so it's not, really difficult to put them yeah it's in really the difficult to put in them the in the podcast and they're not like they're like very 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 short stories like a page and a half of font size like 32 text like they're huge <laughs> it's it's just <laughs> it's just a little kind of thing yeah so there's so much that happens between this book or this novella and Sky Clan leaving. So it just yeah. made no fucking sense to me. And even even if we were to go by the proposed shorter timeline, um, which we talked about in the in the last episode, mm-hmm. it would still be so long because there has to be generations and generations in between right. the era of Sky Star and the first iteration of sky clan and cloud star and right. the the yeah because they say as much the in this book they're like that's they not do. sky clan i don't know any of those fools i don't and know it's any like, of these cats yeah duh they vaguely say oh it seems like there may be descendants but like that's yeah question mark and they even say like hey this is generations later and i'm like look we know that cats don't live as long as humans however these cats barring Firestar, don't live very long <laughs> Yeah. They're wild cats. They don't live very long. God, and sometimes s- looking at the at the like death ages for the cats is really really grim. Yeah. So like that's part of it is is like, you know, sure there's a lot of generations. The cats don't live very long, but also like we are humans. We know what the fuck humans do. If they're going to br- build a a house on the land they're gonna cut the trees down and then they're gonna delay building the houses for like <laughs> 10 years like it's or they're just gonna do it all right then. Mm-hmm. like they're just gonna yeah, pop it the off concept real quick of them surveying Waiting this for early. 50 years yeah it's so wild to me i mean i suppose 
to be generous about it, it could be that they uh, that like whatever the project was fell through, but then somebody picks it up like, you know, 50 years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still kind of just a funny way to sort of muddle up what the timeline looks like. Exactly. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes Dawn of the Clans and the era of Dawn of the Clans feels so close to Firestar. Yeah, it and really does. And sometimes it doesn't. But I wish I wish that they had leaned a lot more into it feeling further away. I agree. I Even agree. the fact that there is a two-leg place anywhere near where mm-hmm. the cats live mm-hmm. in and like that that two legs are a thing that they have to to worry about in this era is like I think that it would sell it being further away yeah Yeah, further away if there was not any kind of settling yet uh because according to what i looked up recently and of course we know that it is not actually a you know it is a fictionalized area of england it is not a real area of england but it was originally based on essentially a national forest in uh in hampshire i believe so like it should be there should just be I just feel like it should that should have been more more wild and further I away agree. from people. No, I agree one hundred percent. I did look up in this timeline as I'm kind of just scrolling. Uh one more inconsistency that I want to point out regarding uh the warrior code. In Code of the Clans, apparently it is a Sky Clan deputy named Maple Whisker who adds the law that the clan deputy succeeds the old leader, when we know for a fact that is not true. I mean, no. like, maybe he was the first one to say, like, we should make this, like, a formal rule. But, like, that's pretty much what the concept down. of deputies were from the beginning is like, hey, yeah, if I died, this is the person who's going to lead. We need a line of succession. You can't... It's very funny to 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 live in the world where deputies existed, but weren't expected to be the ones that succeeded yeah. the leaders. That's I, very funny that is to think very about. funny to me. Well, yeah, it it is very is very odd. But we know that the the code as it was written in that book was written yes, very long ago. A long time before a lot of these stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very um, much so. <sighs> anything Man. else or should we move to the Aaron Let's go corner? to the Aaron corner. <laughs> All right. Aaron corner time. New Aaron alert. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Alarms. Both of these novellas were written by uh, a author named Clarissa Hutton, who is a longtime editor and story consultant for the Aaron team. Uh, according to her author profile on the official Warrior Cats website, she was heavily involved in plotting all of Dawn of the Clans, uh, and so was really delighted to return to these characters via the novellas. Uh, and I, I feel like that affection and that that uh, that love of the characters really comes through. Like, especially through Thunderstar's Echo um, and the scenes with Shadowstar and Pebbleheart. I, I didn't, I forgot to mention it when we were really discussing Shadowstar's life, but all of the scenes with Shadowstar and oh, Pebbleheart. Oh, I loved them. They were so oh, good. I love Pebbleheart so much. I'm, I just I miss him. that little boy. I miss him so much. He ain't dead. I just miss him. Well, he is dead, technically. He is dead now. I want a special edition about Pebbleheart. I would kill for a special edition about Pebbleheart. Shout out also to Sparrow for... Uh, who they they don't talk about it too much in the books, but she ends up Sky Star uh, appoints her as his deputy, which I think yeah. is pretty cool. So both Owl Eyes and Sparrowfur, two siblings, get to be deputies. I think that is very interesting and very cool. Yeah, and and Pablo Hart is you know the first medicine cat of Shadow Clan, so they all yeah. got to be really like 
integral to their their clans, and I love yeah. that. Turtle Tail's legacy lives on. Indeed. Um, for for Clarissa Hutton, can't find too much else about her uh, outside of her author profile. Uh, as I mentioned, these were published two years apart, and there are some other novellas that we will read not not immediately, but but uh, in the next couple of episodes that will uh, and across the uh, the podcast that that will also have been written by Clarissa Hutton, who seems uh, sort of took over writing some of those after uh, Victoria Holmes, another one of the errands. Um, had to step back uh, for cancer treatment, I believe, in, in 2017. She's doing fine now, as as far as I know. Uh, but yeah, so that's sort of the uh, the the story about this Aaron. I love having a new Aaron. I think that's very fun. It is. It always it's always fun to meet a new Aaron. What was happening in the fandom for these? Well, not much because they are novellas. I wasn't really expecting a ton either. Mm-hmm. The novellas originally, I believe, were all ebook releases only. I think it wasn't until uh, a little while after that they a few of them were published as like actual paperback collections. Complica- yeah, paperback compilations. Uh, but uh, for the most part, I believe all the novellas were originally ebook publishings and thusly just going based on my own experience obviously if a book is only an ebook publish publishing i usually don't read it Mm -hmm. because typically it is much more annoying to find yeah (laughs) Uh uh-huh so i don't think a ton of folks necessarily read them uh maybe just read the summaries uh, but we got a, a little bit of stuff. We got some folks on Tumblr. Lots of cat designs on Tumblr. Yes. Uh, just like a ton of art of Thunderstar and Shadowstar and Violet Dawn and Lightning. Sh- like all of the cats. They just like w- people go ham. Lots of pebble hearts. All that fun stuff. My son. There's also user NavyCat305. Did Warrior Cats novellas in 10 words or less, which I will also revisit for all the other novellas that we yes. read. Yes! Uh, but the what they put for Thunderstar... Oh, they didn't... They did not read Thunderstar's Echo, so they just wrote, Mundane stuff happens in ancient Thunderclan, and my friend, you could not be <laughs> more wrong. <laughs> Shadowstar's life. State leader paranoid about assassination. <laughs> Tensions temporarily resolved with death. <laughs> I thought that was very funny that's really good uh so i will definitely we will definitely revisit this post uh later because i just think it's funny yeah excited to excited to to see these uh there was a lot of confusion over the timeline as we already discussed especially why the two legs were taking sky clan's territory uh and why that was set up so early and just so much love for thunderstar and lightning tails relationship whether it is bros lovers what have you like, it is just, like, they are the most popular, I feel like. And they fucking deserve it. Because they are just, everyone's like, oh, they're so cool. They're best friends. They have their own move together. Like They're so good. That People are obsessed with them. And rightly so. I love them. Um, but want, yeah, that's pretty, what much, they have. that's pretty much all I found on Tumblr. On AO3, we, of course, still have our uh, person who is rewriting all the books going strong. Uh, not much for Shadowstar's life. All of the ones that are tagged with Shadowstar usually have her as like a very minor character. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
usually is like a Starclan cat. Uh, there was a fic about Lightning Tail still watching over Thunder af- or Thunderstar after his death and watching the kits grow up uh, and <laughs> being sort of like in a still in a relationship where, you know, Thunderstar has his living wife and his dead husband, basically. Yes. There's also, and I did not read this one, but there was somebody wrote Thunderstar's Echo from Lightning Tail's point of view, which I, I decided that. not to read because I feel like I might cry. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to save that one for later. <laughs> uh, speaking of crying, not a ton on Reddit, except for uh, there was a post that was, what are the moments in Warriors that made you cry the most? Quite a few people put Lightning Tail's death. Oh. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I get it. I do like and then as you mentioned earlier uh, a lot of p- people complaining about inconsistencies on who ends up in Starkland and who <laughs> ends up in the dark forest because I think some people pointed out they're like there are cats in the dark forest who did not break the warrior code technically and Quickwater over here broke it twice three times so deeply too not just not just like didn't thank Starkland for uh-huh. my prey when I caught a mouse but like killed a killed Three people, if you count Shadowstar twice. Yeah, exactly. So that was a main complaint of like, mm-hmm. because she apologized on her deathbed, she gets to go to Stark and like, okay, which I yeah, mean, you know what? There's, <laughs> I think I'm wondering if in the in the future, 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 they're maybe gonna rework that uh, that policy because they kind of did that with another character, and boy, did it cause issues. Oh Later, boy. I'll tell you that. I can't wait. We'll get into it eventually. For sure. Uh, but that's that's pretty much uh, all we got sharing tongues here today. Uh, just a lot of good art out there. Shout out to all of the fan artists in the fandom. We love you guys. I love, I love to see Warrior Cats art. Yeah. It makes me so happy every so time. So excited to see more. Scout, let's talk about our Warrior Cats of the week. We decided to pick one for each novella. Yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion we're going to have the same cat on both of these. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Who is your warrior cat of the week for Thunderstar's Echo? It's my boy Lightning Tail. Yeah, same for me. It's Lightning Tail. (laughs) It's gotta be. I mean, he just had such a good death scene. He had such a... He is just the boy. I Mm -hmm. cannot... I've literally just been singing his praises all episode, so... He's such a good boy. Yeah. What what more can we say about Lightning Tail? We love him. He's perfect. We love him. He's perfect. No notes. Uh, And what about for Shadowstar's life? Oh, it's Pebble Heart. It's Pebble Heart! (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, he just, he's so, he is such a good character and they just, I don't feel like they utilize him as well they as they could. They didn't utilize him as, as well as they could have. They really didn't. But he's didn't. so good in this. He's so good at advising Shadowstar here. There's a really, really good scene where Shadowstar decides to confide in him that she's on her last life and he talks to her about it. Oh, God. And yeah, that was so good. So good. Just, I love everything about Pebbleheart. Yeah. I can't. I don't know what else to say about him except that I love I love that that boy. I am, you know, pointing I'm Will Smith pointing at my beautiful wife, gesturing mm-hmm. at my beautiful wife, except it's it's, it's my little cat. Me son. and a little warrior cat. And like I I just always imagine him as this tiny little boy. Like I know he's an adult he's, at this so at this small. point in the story. But he's just my small little guy. He's just a little guy. Yeah, I think of him as a very small a uh, small cat, even when full grown. Mm-hmm. 
He's got runt of the litter energy. He does. Oh. But yeah, th- those are those are our warrior cats of the week. I love we just this. we These... just love sweet boys. It's it's also it's it's a victory lap for, for both, both of them. them. Yeah, because it is. they have both been both of our warrior cats of the week it's in so past true. episodes. It is so true. Listen, if you got it, you got it. Yeah. And, and if you got it, flaunt it. You got it. Yeah, exactly. Scout, you want to take us out? Yeah. If you have thoughts, opinions, questions, or memes to share with us, you can write to us at pawsandclawspod at gmail.com. That's pause as in what a cat has, claws as in the part of speech, pod as in podcast. We're also on Twitter at Paws and Claws and on Tumblr at Paws Claws Pod. Listeners who are 18 years and older can come join us on Discord, which will be linked in the show notes. You can find me, that's your host Scout, on Twitter or Tumblr at Humble Goat, and you can see the art that I do, including our podcast cover art at scoutwilkinson.myportfolio.com. Links to my portfolio as well as my Kofi page are in the show notes as well. And you can find me on Twitter at plot underscore twists or on Tumblr at antique hyphen romantic. Our next episode will be out in two weeks where we will discuss novellas three and seven, Cloudstar's Journey and Maple Shade's Vengeance. Read along by buying the book from a local bookstore or checking out a copy from your local library. Until then, dear listeners, may Star Clan guide your paws. Bye.